guys, welcome to today's show. I want to share with you uh, as someone who is an absolute beast when it comes to closing deals over the phone. Uh, today, I have a very special guest. It is Manny Cash, right? So Manny Cash, uh, I want to share a little bit of stuff about kind of who you are, kind of what you guys have been doing on the San Antonio area out in Texas. And I know you guys do stuff all over Texas too, is that correct? That's right. That's right. Well, uh, Kyle, thank you so much for having me here with you, buddy. Um, I know we've been on, on the talk, you know, to do this already. But uh, yeah, man, uh, my name is Manny Cash with Home Buying, Home Selling. Uh, we are a real estate investment company, uh, not just wholesaling. We specialize in a lot of exit strategies such as um, subject tools, uh, you know, fix and flips, uh, a rental portfolio, Airbnb, uh, multifamily, uh, of course, wholesaling, right? Uh, and yes, we're doing it right now. You know, uh, thank God, you know, we have scaled our team and, and our, our systems to do this anywhere in Texas. And of course, the goal is eventually, we have done it already outside Texas, but we want to really master our, our backyard first, right? Uh, Houston, Dallas, El Paso, Corpus Christi, San Antonio, this is where our main office is at. Um, but yeah, man, this is what we do. And, uh, I'm, and I'm ready for, for the questions. I'm ready to bring some value and let's get it. Cool, dude. Well, I really appreciate you for hopping on here and spending some time with us. Um, so one of, I think the biggest things I think most people struggle with uh, when it comes to like just being in the real estate investment area, is yeah. there's a lot of no's, right? There's a ton yeah. of no's in the sales business, right? Yeah. So like when you started getting in this business and you started calling people, what was some of the things Did you have like a mantra? Did you have something that kind of kept you moving forward past all those no's, past all the people telling you to kick rocks and eat dirt and all that stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. get a real job, man. <laughs> that's, exactly, right? Dude, that one one day hurt me. Starting out the business, that's the one that actually hurt me one day when this dude on the phone told me, come on, man, get a real job. I'm like, I'm like, that's my pocket. You know, I got a real job. But hey, man, um, like, I, like I say, everybody, you know, I've been doing sales already for since 2016. It's going to be, yeah, four years over. Uh, my background, it was, you know, in the mall, I was one of those guys that, uh, at the kiosk, you know, trying to sell your stuff. And, uh, it's just, it's either a straight commission, you know, it was no hourly. It was just either you kill and you eat. If you don't kill, you don't eat. So that kind of got my mindset to a point where like, man, you know, I really got to hit it. I really got to hit it. I really got to, uh, be okay with the nose, you know, and back there, back, back then when I was in the mall, it used to be nose on your face, meaning don't touch me. I don't want to sell, you know, I don't want to buy, don't look at me, you know, things like that. And you're getting it right there in front of you. Uh, but then when I got into real estate almost three years ago, um, man, it was over the phone. It was just like literally over the phone. Oh, this is too easy. I mean, at least they tell me not over the phone. They don't know who I am. And I just hang up the phone and that's it. You know, that's the worst that can happen. But yes, uh, in real estate, in any sales gig, you're going to get, you, you're going to get for sure uh, negative responses a lot. Being honest with you, 85%, I want to say maybe 90% of this business is negative. It's just, you're going to get negativity left and right. So when I understood that, right, I had to, you know, educate myself, self-development. I read a lot of books. I read, you know, Brian Tracy, you know, OG on sales. Yeah, uh, you Brian, know, Brian, Tracy, has some Brian Tracy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, he's the man, you know, and, uh, and then Grant Cardone, right, 10X. Uh, and then like the Wolf of Wall Street, Jordan Belfort, like, like you know, uh, also. So, you know, all those books, um, even though they're different, different uh, people that wrote it, they all have something in common. And what they have in common is that um, in sales, you have to be okay with the nose. You have to embrace it. You have to deal with it. 
And you have to understand that that's part of the process in order for you to make 10,000, 20, 30, 50,000, whatever the case might be, whatever the commit, the commission might be, whether you're in car, car salesman, whether you're in jewelry, whether you're in real estate, whether life insurance, health insurance, whether anything you require in sales, you have to understand that that is part of the process. So this book, the Brian Tracy sales success is the one that actually helped me um, deal with the nose. And the way I did it was, I was looking forward for the nose. Let me, let me say that one more time. I was looking forward for the nose because the problem with us um, salespeople, right? We, we get on the call or we get onto door knocking or whatever the case might be. And we are expecting the yes. We're expecting a sale. We're expecting a prospect lead, right? That's what we want. Cool. But I remember what I said earlier, 80, 85 or 90% of this business would be negative. Now, what if I tweak that mindset instead of going for the yeses, I go for the nose. By the time I get, I'm sure I'm gonna get a yes, no matter what. But by the time I get a, by the time I get a yes, let's just say after my 80 call, I know for a fact I'm gonna get a yes, and the yes is gonna feel more rewarded. You're gonna feel more excited, right? So my goal, brother, when I when I used to call call, uh, my goal was just to get on the phones and strictly get a hundred no's. Literally, my mindset was to sit down and start calling a hundred people a day, and I I want to hear a hundred no's. So by me doing that, that was literally, I would write it down, that was my goal. And I just say, uh, Cal, that in, at the end of the day, I didn't get a yes, but guess what I accomplished? I accomplished my goal. My goal was to get a hundred no's. So the mindset shift, and then when I, I would go home and I would talk to my wife, hey, look, I got a hundred no's, I, I, I shaved my goal. See, the environment was different, the mindset was different. I would look at it in a different way. So and then once I understood that and I embraced it, it's just everything was just easier, man everything which is easier like when i by the time i get a no it was just another no but by the time i get another yes it was like oh, okay wow it's working see yeah. so that's the, the mindset psychology behind it and i think the biggest thing is that changing that mindset right because what you're doing is you're setting yourself up to trust yourself right because right if you keep telling yourself i'm gonna go close two deals this week or one deal this week right and you don't do that you keep failing yourself right and you yep. keep lying to yourself essentially mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and your brain knows and it's like i love that you did that another good book that uh, i definitely recommend you read or if you if you're an audible guy um it's called go for no um, go for no i'm gonna write it down yeah go for super no. super good book um that i highly recommend um, and it's a short one too. So it will take you really, really fast to go through a same principle, um, going for, I got to get a hundred no's today to possibly get two yeses. Right. Especially yeah. in this business, you know, like, and if, you know, you guys have a couple other tools in your tool belt that you guys can help out now, which definitely helps your conversion ratios and everything like that. But for the new person who's just getting started, you know, who's wholesaling that they only have that, that one cash offer that, you know, yeah. is out there. Um, you know, you're going to get a lot more no's and it's important that you guys transition that mindset. So I'm super glad that you shared that with us. Yeah, um, and, you know, even facing the no's in, in person too, like that's probably yeah. like the most challenging thing. It is. Like, Shit, like this person just told me piss off is with my face, you know. On your face. And people bro. are rude. Yeah, people are rude in person. I did door-to-door -door sales for a little bit. And yeah. I got people throwing me out of offices, the whole nine yards. It's, yeah, it's, bro. Yeah, it's me, not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. I did door to door for about two months. Man, I'll tell you, it was the toughest sale I ever done in my life. But it was the most, um, uh, how do I say? I learned a lot. Like, I learned a lot. Like, he, he transformed me to a different beast because, again, door to door. No, fuck up. Who are you? Uh, you know, do I have one day this guy coming out with his gun? 
you know? Yeah. Coming out of it with Guy, and then I'm like, oh shit. And then one again, when I said, <laughs> you're like, yeah, I yeah. need to get out of here. Yeah. I, I really get, you know, gotta get out of here. And then when I got on the phones, and I was like, man, they're, they're just telling me no over the phone. This is just too easy. Like, man, it was yeah. just too easy. So but, when you um, switched over to the phone, what was like, what was the biggest thing that you had to like kind of overcome? Because I mean, you're a very personal guy. Yeah. Like I, I definitely see that you build, you know, you build that rapport like, yeah. a ton by asking different questions and stuff like that. Yes. How did you make that transition over to kind of build that rapport? Good question, Cal, brother. It was tough. It was tough because he, I'm, as you said, you nailed it. I'm more of a one-to-one person. I, I can see you. I can, I can feel your vibe. I can feel your energy, right? And then I feed off of that, and I have the other person feed off that as well. So we kind of, I, I kind of build rapport and um, mimic, you know, body languages and th- things like that. But then when I started on the phone, I was like, man, they can't see me. I can't see them. I don't know if they're standing up, sitting down, driving. I don't know. Like, I don't know how they're looking. They don't know how I'm looking. So... I'm gonna be honest with you. It was tough. It was tough for a minute to get that transition from um, one-on-one sales in person to actually over the phone. So what I realized is, again, with books that I that I read, is that um, we they cannot see me, I cannot see them, but guess what? They can hear me. They can hear me. So, and I can hear them as well. So what I said was, you know, okay, if I can engage somebody over the phone within five to ten seconds and at least put, get my pitch in the first five to 10 seconds and at least engage them for them to tell me, okay, tell me about you, I'm, I'm winning. Like that's, that was my goal. Like just engage somebody within five to 10 seconds and when they tell me, okay, tell me about yourself, how much you offer, things like that, that's when I'm gonna attack. So, and then the way I did it was, uh, you remember, I cannot mimic body language because I can't see them, but what I can do is I can mimic tonality. I can mimic tonality. I can mimic uh, pay, you know, um, speed on, on words, right? I can mimic, uh, hey, you know, I'm talking slow. How are you doing, Mr. Sally? If I'm talking to a 75-year-old lady or 75-year-old man, you know, how are you doing, sir? My name is Manny. I'm calling here and so-and-so. So I understood that if I'm talking to an older person or a younger person, a middle-aged person, I got to talk differently. If I'm talking to a woman, if I'm talking to a man, if I'm talking to a young guy like me, see? So those words, right? What kind of words? we as you know under 30 years old use what kind of words over 30 to 40 use what kind of words phrases people from 50 to 70 years old uses so once i start understanding that oh okay i cannot mimic their body language but i can mimic their tonality i can mimic their language and bro when i got that down it was game over yeah 100 percent. i was gonna say tone is a big thing especially with some people that are in a distress situation yes you can hear it in their voice yes you know? And it's like, you, you definitely can't be going in there, you know, like enthusiastic, yeah. and, you know, like, yeah. you know, picking cherries off of, you know, like yeah. trees and stuff like that. You yeah. got to go in there with, uh, you know, empathy. And passion, that's the word. And, empathy. And, and that's a huge thing that I think a lot of people, like, they, they don't know how to share that empathy with someone, yeah. right? Like, yeah. what was like some of the things, because I know that's like something that's difficult, especially you know, being a younger guy like myself, right? Like yeah. talking to someone who's maybe 70, 90, 80 years old, right? <laughs> like yeah. where they've had all of this life, but what, what do I have in common with them? How do I share that same thing and that compassion? Yeah. Like what were some of the things that you kind of did uh, to like kind of overcome some of that stuff? Yeah, so to overcome that, you know, when, when we're talking to older individuals, right? Um, you have to understand that they're running out of time. You know, they're already running out of time. You and I, 
you know, thank God we're healthy and we still got a long life. See, they're already on a, on a, li- on a time of their life where they know that, man, I'm already 85, man. And any, any moment can be that day. So it's realizing that when you're talking to those type of sellers, those type of individuals, you have to be, uh, you have to put yourself in their shoes and also be, be, be transparent. Just be transparent. You know, they like to be transparent. They don't want to play around. They don't want to waste time. Just be as straightforward as you can. Be as transparent as you can. Telling from like literally, you got to talk to him like you're talking to a five-year-old. Step by step, A, B, C. This is how I'm going to help you. This is how the process works. This is how you're going to get your money. This is the title company. This is an attorney. Whatever the case may be, but explain to them as much as you can. By the time you're meeting in person, you, you sound knowledgeable. I, they don't care if you're 20, 15, 18. As long as you sound that you know what you're talking about, trust me, they'll do business with you. So that's yeah. what I found out when I'm dealing with older individuals, you know, specific 65 and above. I got to be more, uh, my, my, my calls last longer. They last about 15, 20 minutes. Why? Because I'm explaining myself, myself into the details so they understand, okay, this dude is young, but he knows his stuff. So it's, you know, get, have, have your gain, you know, your gain on point. Okay. Yeah, dude, I think that's super important that you talk about the length of the conversation too as well. Yeah. Um, because, you know, like older people, like they typically, they need to have more of that dialogue. They yeah. need to have that trust. Yes. Uh, especially because they're used to, you know, usually being in person too as well. Um, yeah. So when you're making that sale over the phone to that person, you know, it's super important that you kind of confirm like, hey, I'm actually here to help out. I'm actually yes. here to add value. That's right. Um, so, you know, like right now in the position where you're at right now, I don't know, how, how long have you been doing this for? Uh, three years. Three years. So if you were to go back three years from now, right, and you had to restart with nothing and you had 30 days to get your first sale, what yeah. would be something that you would do? And let's say you were by yourself, what would be something yeah. that you would do? Yeah, man. Um, you know, I, I asked myself that question the other day. Um, it's crazy because, you know, we don't ask ourselves that question because, man, what am I doing? Because, bro, it took me eight months to get my first deal. It yeah. took me eight months. That's a, That's a lot. That's a long time, you know? But a that shows weeks. dedication, man. That shows yeah. dedication. Too many people would have gave up. And that's yeah. why you're successful today. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's right, you know? Um, and those eight months, bro, it wasn't easy. You know, a lot of weeks without getting paid, a lot of days without getting paid. Um, but what I would have done differently if I happened to start again, and somebody that's watching this video, man, it's talk to as many people as you can. Talk to as many sellers as you can from the get-go, bro. From the moment you say, I want to do sales or I want to do wholesaling real estate, I want to do whatever it takes but to do sales, talk to as many prospects as you can. And let me explain myself why. Because now, you know, I'm looking back eight months, those eight months, I was talking to people. Don't get me wrong. I was talking to people. I was making offers, but it wasn't enough. It's a numbers game. So if you're making 50 calls a day, no, ramp it up, do 100, 150. If you're making 400 calls a week, no, do 800 calls a week. So get as, as many negative responses and as may, and many offers out as you can. That's what I would have done. And if I happen to start again from zero from scratch, that's what I recommend somebody. In the first 30 days, bro, talk to anybody and anybody, tell them offer. Even if it's a low, stupid offer that they know they're going to say no, just throw it out there. Just throw it out there. 
because what it happens is feel more comfortable. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because what happens is, and then you start doing that for the first 30 days, then the second, um, the other 30 days will be 60. Uh, the next month, you're going to find yourself that you already know what kind of rebuttals, what kind of common questions. There's always a pattern. In this business, there's always a pattern of, of questions that you're always going to get when it comes to uh, wholesaling real estate. Yeah. So get familiar with those type of questions, those rebuttals. Like right now, there is no question that a homeowner would ask me, I don't know. See, and I don't need no script. And I'm not bragging about it. It's because I've already done it. I have hundreds and thousands of calls under my belt that I already know what the homeowner is going to say when I ask this. I already know what the homeowner is going to say when, when they're trying to become negative to me. See? So that's what I would have done differently. Yeah, 100%. And that's something that like I wish I probably would have done differently too is putting out more offers like you're afraid to put out that offer because you're yeah. like oh like I, I gotta write up the contract i gotta do all this stuff and it's like no say it verbally right exactly and if, yeah. if it's good if it's good then you can write up the contract i think exactly. people are like they worry about it and they're like oh okay like you know like i need to like have it in writing and send it over to yeah. them it's like no talk yeah. about it verbally and, and yeah and do that yeah um so when it mm -hmm. comes down to like some of the stuff that, you know, like when you guys are talking about the offer process, um, what is some of the things that you guys possibly talk with them about if you feel comfortable sharing this? Sure. Yeah. That, yeah. You know, kind of gives them that trust because I think that's what you guys do on an amazing job on is building that rapport and that trust, which I think is huge in this business. I think too many people kind of put that on the back burner on and that stuff. And I think you guys have built an amazing culture um, and company that really provides off trust, you know? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, you know, first things first, you all, you have to qualify your lead, right? You, you have to, every lead that you get on your table, you have to qualify it. Uh, not just because they say they want to sell, doesn't mean that you're going to be the right buyer for them. Doesn't mean you're going to be the right solution for them. So you have to first identify if you are the person and you are the human being, that company that can help this homeowner. So we go through a, uh, through a qualification process. Qualification process sounds something like this. Of course, the intro, once the intro uh, gets approved, they say yes, they want to sell. We jumped into what I call the four phases. Four phases are condition, right? That's first thing, condition of the property, Mr. Seller. Tell me about it, right? Homeowners start talking, then, then we go into uh, motivation. Now, for every you guys are gonna be watching this, please take notes, because motivation is your window the motivation is going to be your window to become their best friend. Let me explain that. Let me explain myself. The motivation is when you get to the homeowner and say, Mr. Sully, I'm kind of confused. It sounds to be a good property. I get it. Foundation money doesn't work. The roof money doesn't work. But this is a good location. Why would you even consider selling it or getting an offer on this? See, reverse ecology, reverse engineering, right? Now they're like, huh? I mean, you called me, you want to sell. Now you're asking me why I want to sell. See, so what that does, it gets the homeowner to think about it, man. I really want to sell because I need to move to, let's say, Dallas or Phoenix, right? Okay, Phoenix, and what's going on in Phoenix? Is there any uh, family members over there or job-related that you're moving? Well, because if it's job-related, awesome, man, what do you do? See, now when they tell you the why, when they tell you the first why, that's your moment to start a good a conversation as a friend. Oh, man, what do you do? Well, I do IT. Oh, perfect, man. You, 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 you're very, you should be very smart, you know, doing IT. How long have you been doing it for? Well, for five, ten years. And then before you know, you're talking to them in their regular life. Like, I talk to them about where I'm from, you know, my country, um, you know, where they're from and what their life looks like. And before we know, we're not talking about the property anymore. Now we're becoming friends. Now we're becoming just a regular two, two men talking over the phone about life, right? 
but you're also going to know when to transition that, how to transition from that conversation back to business. So and then what I do is, hey, look, based on everything you tell me, man, you want to move to uh, Phoenix because you, your job, when are you looking to do that? And the reason why I'm asking is because usually we close within 25 and 35 days. Is that too fast or too slow? See, what am I doing there? I'm still having a conversation, but I'm qualifying without him knowing that I'm qualifying. Right? Yeah, just hey, see if he fits in the time frame. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, um, I get it. You want to move to Phoenix. You know, uh, when are you looking to do that? And the reason why I'm asking is because we close within 25 and 35 days. Boom, qualifying again. Well, I'm looking to do it maybe in the beginning of next year. Okay, now we got it. Now I know as a sales professional, I know that this lead is a good lead, but it's going to convert maybe at the, end, at the beginning of next year, right? Okay, well, now with that being said, if we happen to do all this for you and hold this funds for the next this three months, what is the ballpark figure you can see that for the property? See, always it's important to have a number, a figure in mind from, from the homeowner, from your prospect. Whether you're, whether you're selling cars, hey, what are your payments? What are you looking to accomplish, right? Whether you're selling jewelry, hey, what are you looking to buy, right? What's your budget? Same thing here with, uh, with homeowners. Hey, Mr. Seller, what were you looking to sell the property for? You may be surprised. Sometimes homeowners say, man, I, I don't know, 40000 50000 And the reason why is because what if the homeowner give you a, he give you a low ball offer that you can do that all day long? Right. I get it. You know, sometimes you're going to get those. That say, well, you tell me, you call me first. Right. What do you do yeah. with those? You know, that happens a lot. Well, you call me, you tell me first. Cool. Well, I just, you know, and then, then that's when your sales skills have to come in place and how to answer that rebuttal. Right. And then based on those four phases, that's how we qualify and that's how we build rapport. And that's how we make an, an offer. Yeah, dude, that's, a, that's a, an amazing thing. And I hope the people that are watching this video right now take notes. Rewatch yeah. that again because what he just shared with you guys is absolute gold and takes a lot of people a long time to figure yeah. out. Yeah. Um, because you know, like when you're going through that, like you have to you have to qualify them, right? You have just to. because just because they're looking to sell doesn't mean that they want a cash offer. Exactly. Right? There's a lot of people that think they're gonna get, you know, what Zillow says. That's not true. Yeah. There's a lot of people that also have a, a timeline that is way in advance where it just doesn't make sense for them to sell with you. Exactly. Um, exactly. Right. Because you guys are not going to tie up cash and capital and then have, you know, have all of this, you know, waiting yep. for, waiting yep. for, for you know, six months, yep. 10 months, whatever happens to be. Yeah. Cal. And, um, yeah. and I also, I also want to um, emphasize on this, that um, guys, if you notice what I just said, four phases, condition, motivation, timeline, and price. If you notice, the price always lasts. The price always lasts. And then guys, whenever you go into a store that requires a salesman you know, to sell you something, notice this, they will never talk to you price. They will never talk to you on price before building a report. And that's what a true professional salesman do. You never talk to a homeowner price, even if at least calling you. Let's just say they find about you and it's a referral. They know you're a badass and they know you buy properties. And it's a, hey, Manny, I'm, I'm looking to sell my property. How much can you give me? No, 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 no. That's not how the conversation works. You dictate the conversation based on your qualification process. But I just said, well, in order for me to make you an offer, give me the condition, motivation, timeline, and then we talk price. So to sum it up is don't talk numbers before building report, before going through those phases. Dude, that's huge. I really appreciate you for sharing that. I think a lot of people are going to find a tremendous amount of value with it. I want to leave you uh, with your final thoughts about some things that you would want to share with someone who's maybe getting into this business, who's been in it yeah. maybe for a little bit too as well on anything, uh, you know, on either how they can get in contact with you 
or yeah. just some of the things that you want to share about, you know, just some of the things that you guys are doing uh, over at Home Buy and Home Sell. Yeah, definitely, brother. Well, um, you can reach out to me on, on Instagram. You know, I'm always active there. Many Cash Houses, um, Many Cash HBHS, Many Cash HBHS. I'm always uh, active there. I also have uh, every other Friday, I have the Cash Hour. The Cash Hour, it's something brilliant that I came up with last year where a lot of investors and even wholesalers that are starting out in the business and you know usually call calling is their first thing and they don't know how to handle that so what I do is every other Friday we get on a zoom call like this and then I role play with them I role play with them I teach them how to handle the call I actually do live calls myself so they can hear me and how I do it so that's definitely be on the lookout and the, the e-link I always put it on the home buying home selling association page on facebook home buying home selling association page on facebook and that's pretty much it but you know uh i'm an open book everybody can send me a dm hey manny i got this lead i got this offer i got this you know prospect what should i do or can we work it together i'm open to jb with people all over the state so yeah cool man well i really appreciate you for sharing that information i'll make sure to drop some links below for you too Definitely. as well Yes, uh, so that way they can get in contact with you and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, this guy is an absolute closer when it comes to it. You can just tell by the way that his voice carries his confidence and stuff like that. I think that's something that a lot of people, you know, like you, you got to build up to that, right? They see, yeah. you know, someone like yourself, they're like, dude, I can never get like that. That's how I felt. Right. Yeah. And it's like, you have to build, you have to build that confidence. It's not something yeah. that just happens overnight. It's the it repetition that you're talking it's about. Repetition. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate you for keeping it honest, keeping it real in this conversation. Of course. Um, and sharing about how to basically close deals over the phone. I think that's yeah. huge. And a lot of people struggle with that. Yeah. Um, and, and talking about your story, your transition of where you've gone, um, inside of this business is huge, man. Definitely. So I'm definitely excited to see what's in the future for you guys. Um, I know you guys are going to continue to do amazing things. Thank um, you. And I appreciate for hopping on this show. And of course. Anytime, brother. Tag me on and let's, let's, let's help as many people as we can. Cool, man. Well, you guys have a good rest of your day. If you guys enjoyed this video, make sure to subscribe. Make sure to hit the like button and follow my boy, Manny Cash. I really appreciate it. And you guys have a good one. Thank you, brother. You too.